Hey, boys, interested in the printed page? Uh, you got anything with naked chicks? Yeah, 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 <laughs> with big hooters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, we do mostly educational and technical manuals. Who's gonna buy that crap? Yeah, really. <laughs> Upstate New York. This is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. World Championship time, boys and girls. Yeah, we'll Woo! get to that. And welcome to episode 46. We're starting our new our new movie run here, The Producers. Springtime for Hitler and Germany. I've never seen it. Oh, it's the freaking great old movie. But you got two versions, unfortunately. You have the one version with Gene Wilder and the second version with uh, Matthew Broderick and uh, Nathan Lane. Both have good points. So which, which do you prefer? The classic. You prefer the classic? The classic? Okay. This is a watershed day for the podcast. It is. We have a world champion here. Yes, we do. Well, we both were watching and following him in his championship run this uh, past weekend. I'd like to introduce Raymond Davidson, IFPA hey. IF, uh, 14 hey. World. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, guys. We, now, he's li- he's followed the podcast, which has actually been really cool, because I've actually called him out one time at one of the end of the episodes saying, you know, good night to Raymond. So he's posted on our website and posted emails sent, and that kind of stuff. A so. few, a few uh, emails to the slam mail ball bag. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you even told me I failed. That was that was nice of you. Yes. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> so Raymond, first congratulations. That was incredible to watch. You went through a lot of people. Kaylee, especially at the end, was you know just incredible. But first, before we even get into that, tell us how you got into pinball and why you are in the pinball. Tell me about yourself. All right. Well, I um, I first got into pinball uh, sort of just from my dad because uh, our grandparents have a machine called Pioneer Gottlieb uh, EM. It's a two player version of Spirit of '76, and it's uh, I I just played it when I was you know like five or whatever. My dad would show me how to play, and so I always that's kind of how I first got into pinball. But then as I grew up, I would go to the restaurants and movie theaters and just play while I'm waiting for my food or whatever and eventually figured out you could get free games and so I wanted to get better at it because it was you know cheaper if you could keep winning and uh, then eventually I found a uh, pinball tournament my uh, first pinball tournament was the Northwest Pinball Championships in 2008 Um, and that that was tied to the Northwest uh, Pinball and Game Room Show and uh, they asked me if I wanted to do open or novice and i was just like what the heck i'll do open i want these these world ranking points that you speak of and uh yeah i ended up qualifying my first year um and i got hooked immediately ever since that is really cool i think in 2011 or 2012 i went up to the northwest show with my wife and you took me out in one of the rounds (laughs) yes you did (laughs) so i got beat by a world champion (laughs) (laughs) woohoo! Nice. 
but it's a yeah, great show up there. The, it's uh, a really good show. Yeah, the um, well, the show the I know the the official Northwest Championships has split from the show, um, but back when it was both the same thing, um, that was definitely my my jam. I uh, I came back in 2010 and I didn't qualify, and I was I was pretty devastated because like you know my first year I qualified, um, but that just kind of made me want to get better, and you know I was ready for the next year um, where I. I actually went all the way to battle with a tiebreaker against Keith Elwin in 2011 for second place. That was pretty sweet. That actually funded my first Papa trip was the winnings from that. Right now, how many machines do you actually own yourself now? Uh, well, I currently have eight, soon to be nine. Once, yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you want, you want a game. You want a game from that. Yeah. For uh, for the IFPA 14 uh, championships, they uh, give you some cash and a game, which was cool. So I actually got some cash right away, and then um, I'm getting a game shipped to me within a couple of weeks here. Did you get to choose the game, or was it like like you're getting this game? Kind of like that. <laughs> they <laughs> gave me a choice between WWE, LE, which was tempting because, you know, LE, or Ghostbusters. And... Uh, didn't want to hassle with the LE to try to sell it to someone or anything, so I picked up the... I think I'm going with Ghostbusters. You made the right decision, brother. You'd have trouble selling me, I'll tell you that. Because, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, yeah, because I've there was one in Allentown for sale, and it just never sold. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just yeah. Sat there yeah, the I mean, whole show. yeah. The, not, not the most popular game in the world. No, and I figure... My, my first choice was Game of Thrones. I asked if I could get Game of Thrones, um... Because I need, I I feel like I would really like that game if I had some more time on it. But I just I don't know quite enough about all the scoring strategies and stuff. So yeah, I wanted that, but they were like, oh, we stopped making those. <laughs> I like to first also congratulate you. The points came out today for that. I think they actually went up like the next day. Like oh really? Pretty fast. One hundred and twenty six points he earned, Ron. Hmm. His ranking is now third in the world. Woo! Uh, when I win a tournament, I get like three points or something. I know. Like that. Uh, I'm doing a dance of joy. <laughs> but you've done great other shows too. You know, Pinburg, you got second two years ago. You know, so it's not like you've never played well. But this was just holy crap! Indeed, indeed. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> so name the games that you own in your collection, so we can see what a world champion plays. Uh well I um I have some some new sterns such as Walking Dead, great game. Tron, great game. I like that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Metallica, good game. The uh, uh, uh Mustang, that's right, Mustang. Uh, great game. It it's a great game. Most people won't classify it as such, but I think it's a great game. I think it is too. So you're we're in the same boat. Cool. We just got uh, one for, location, and I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's got a lot more to it than people think. Like it's it's got some depth to it, and it, and it's just kind of fun to shoot around and you know get the wizard mode or or the gear six thing. But um, yeah, other than that, I have uh, uh, Who Done It from Bally Williams. I know uh, you're a fan of the Who Done It. We both are. We uh, both I, are. I, sold my, I sold mine to him. To, to me, Ron. yes. <laughs> yes. For the other Bally Williams, I have um, Black Rose, which was actually my 
first game I got was it's actually the same exact black rose that I played at the Red Robin um, growing up. My dad actually, um, we originally when I when he first started realizing that I was like good at pinball and getting into it, he wanted to buy me a machine. And he didn't know which one to get. And I was like, well, Dad, how about Black Rose? Like, we really liked it when we played it growing up. And he's like, oh, okay. So we actually we actually bought a Black Rose from one of the online sites like Game Gallery or BMI Game or something like outrageously expensive, right? And they, it ships it to us, and the, the playfield glass is completely shattered all over the machine. And, and we just we ship it back because, like, we, did, we didn't want to deal with that. And so then my dad ended up calling up the operator at the uh, the restaurant. Somehow got a hold of him somehow, and uh, yeah, we just bought that exact one from him, and it just worked out. It was like half the price, and now I can say I own the basically one of the games that I grew up with. So that's, that's really cool. very nice. Yeah, that's, so that's the story of Black Rose. Um, how old were now? How old were you when you forgot your first game? I think I was I was in sixth grade, so I don't <laughs> twelve, thirteen. I don't, I'm not sure. He might have Atta you beat, boy. Bruce. He might have you beat. I think he does, but I'm very proud of him. That's a good thing. He got this <laughs> from a restaurant, though, not a crack house like you did. Yes, no crack house here, just no. a restaurant. <laughs> uh, that sounds like an interesting story. Oh, go back into the old ones. You'll you'll hear. I actually uh, got my first pinball machine, thirteen. And I uh, went down, paid $350 for a Kiss pinball machine. And oh. two days later, I'm on the news and I'm watching and I'm, oh, 20 people arrested in house, crack house bust. And it was nice. the house I bought the game at. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so that was wild. And I was like, wow. And my mom's like, really? We were just there? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, wow. Wow. Good job, Bruce. <laughs> Bring your mother to yeah. safe places. Great song. <laughs> wow. Uh, dang. So yeah, moving on. Uh, the uh, the other games, <laughs> uh, the last ones are a couple of EMs. I have um, vo- volley, um, fun game, very simple game, but excellent game. Yeah, and uh, Vulcan Gottlieb's Vulcan, which is a very unique game. You don't see a lot. It's uh, also called Fire Queen, I think. Pretty pretty unique game. You guys ever seen a Vulcan? I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. I, I I I thought. I thought it was electronic, the one I saw, but maybe I'm I'm losing it. I'd have to look it up. Yeah, it's like this this EM. Uh, I think it's the same year as Volley around there, 1976. But it's like it's like Volley is super simple. Vulcan is like the most complicated EM I've ever seen. It has like uh, five lanes, and each lane lights a star, and and like there's also these four drop targets that each one advances a whole value, and then there's also five drop targets. And each lane you get makes one of the drop targets give you two times as much bonus as the other drop targets. And then if you get all the drop targets, you get double bonus. And if you get all the other drop targets, you get an extra ball. It's just crazy. Like, for how much programming... I mean, well, not programming, but, you know, EM wiring. Yeah, it sounds like the Game of Thrones of EMs or something. It sounds yeah. like something that would yeah. confuse me. Yeah, it's pretty pretty sweet. Anyway, so that's uh, that's my collection right now. Um, with a Ghostbusters on the way. That's just cool. Is it a premium, an LE, or is it just a... Just pro. Yeah, okay. you can only get the pro. Um, I, I, I didn't ask. I'm, I'm, uh, well, I think you'd have to pay more, and uh, I don't want to pay for something I want. No, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I, I have a question. Could you go into a little the, the, the Seattle scene and how it helped, you to, how it helped you to get better 
and why there's yeah. so many good players from the Pacific Northwest. Because they, they brought up in the commentary how when you were playing Kaylee, you were playing like your mentor. I think you said it in a uh, interview after the match. You mentioned that also. Yeah, that, it's it's a little little bolstered, little uh, exaggerated, um, but it made great story, obviously. <laughs> but um, I did go to Kaylee's house a few times to play, and he would, um, you know, we'd we'd talk about pinball and stuff, and you know, as much that's as much as a mentor sort of thing as it was. It wasn't, you know, anything completely young grasshopper, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but no i mean it was he was there when i couldn't because i couldn't play in the bars i was too young and and he uh yeah he let me come over and play so that was pretty cool and how about these these the seattle scene which seems to be like the most one of the busiest busiest pinball scene i mean do you think that helped you get better the fact that you were in that that area seattle pinball scene is yeah no no slouch um when i that what happened first was a uh, seattle pinball league in 2009 and that was sort of that was kind of the beginning of the crazy renaissance in seattle where um i was able to go to the seattle pinball league because it was all ages and basically you know 40 50 people gather each month at someone's house and they play a league match but it's all um handicapped so you play with people near your skill level and, uh, you know, I ascended through the ranks, eventually getting to the top groups. And you, I just kept playing people, you know, better than me until I ended up being, you know, the better. <laughs> it, it was it really helped um, playing all the time, playing really good people like, uh, you know, uh, Maka, uh, who is a local to Seattle. Um, Dave Stewart, you know, crazy good player. Uh, Kevin Burrell is my arch nemesis, but, uh, <laughs> we, we help keep each other playing good, you know, just all sorts of names and people that are really good. And Kaylee for the longest time until he moved. Is it Burrell or Burl? I've heard it said a couple different ways. Oh, I, I'm, I'm sure it's Burl, but I always say Burrell. I'm kind of like <laughs> one of those guys. Once, once they pronounce something, they always just pronounce it that way. And it probably drives people crazy, but yeah. welcome to my world. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> Bruce just says it really wrong, though. Yes, really wrong. <laughs> All right, let's let's just let's let's relive the victory. You're playing Kaylee. Yep. Bunchies go over. Well, hold on, hold on. Let's uh, go even back further. Oh, let's we're go, go back, back further. further. Oh, we're going. yes. Because okay. He actually played a lot of great people. First, he defeated Nicholas Lint. How do you spell his last name? L i n d a h l from Sweden. He went four, he went four and one against him. Then you played Danielle. Danielle, I can't ever <laughs> Danielle. say Danielle. Yeah, Danielle. Yeah. You know from oh, Italy. Gosh. Who's a? I think Danielle's ranked fourth in the world right now. He he uh, actually won the last two ifpas. Yep. And he took him out. Then you went against Jason, as Ron said, four zero. And then you went to the final round, and that's where we're gonna go right now—the final round. Well, well, we we can also say Danielli. What 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 do you remember yeah. most from that series? I just remember going from going from this is impossible. Like I I have no chance. Like oh well, at least I got top sixteen. To oh, I mean, I guess I can beat him sometimes. To oh my god, I'm only one game away from from getting getting through here i need i need to win this game like right now like this i need to extinguish him yeah and that game was on 
Tron. That game was wild. I, uh, you know, I put up like 35 million, which isn't, you know, crazy good. But on that Tron, like just a consistent score like that, you know, puts up the pressure. And Daniele came from behind on ball three. He started Quora and he was up to like, let's see, no, I think I had 37 million. He had like 30, 32 million. And he was in Quora, had four balls. And then all of a sudden he had none. He, he like triple or quadruple drained out of Cora and fell like 3 million short of me. I, I, I was already thinking of my next game and then it was just like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> That's pretty wild. Yeah. So then you played, was it Jason? Jason. Yep. Next. What do you remember most yep. from that series? What I remember most was the, my, my ridiculous ball one of Indy 500 followed by my two, House balls of Indy 500. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually saw that first ball. How, how many like combos were there? The well, there was a, there was at least uh, ten of them, or however however many it takes to max it out at thirty million. Wow. Oh yeah, that's one of my one of my um, games I kind of discovered probably at Papa because they had one there. Yeah, it's it's when Dennis Nordman was still in his his flow stage, the you know Whitewater Demo Man Indy 500. Yeah, that game was sweet. Then we get to the finals. And you're behind 3-1. Well, first, he actually, the first game was one of our favorites, Ron. He played Paragon. Paragon. <laughs> yeah, yes. Paragon was my, because you have to choose an old, middle, and new. Paragon was my old game that I kept choosing because my opponent kept choosing Captain Fantastic, which would have been the other game I would have chose. Um, but basically... Paragon was the only game that I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, I guess I know Paragon. It's kind of fun, but, like, it's kind of a toss-up. Like, I'm just going to play this first, get out of the way, see what happens, right? That's <laughs> kind of my <laughs> what I thought about that. And, unfortunately, you lost that game even though you picked it. Yeah, I, I think I, I, I was on track to win until I made a mistake where I tried to dead pass out of the waterfall, and it just completely died on the flippers, yes. just... Straight down the middle, yeah. <laughs> it had some wild ball hop, too, off the uh, the right end lane. Yeah. I hate the waterfalls. I hate those <laughs> waterfalls. It's never consist- I never get one with a consistent feed, and I never, yeah. and never can judge it either half the time. Yep. I always use the wrong flipper and drain out of there. It pisses me off. So then the second game was Johnny Mnemonic, if I remember correctly? Yes. Uh, yes. That was... That was Kaylee's Wait, choice. Was that the second game? Yeah, was it? yeah. Yes, yes. That was my that was my one of the three ones. That I I uh, pulled off my strategy pretty well. I didn't consummate it as well as it could have been. I even missed a lane change that was essentially like a billion point lane change, which kind of sucked. <laughs> but uh, I executed the spinner millions plus multi ball to yes, you did. You know, ball one. Um, two point. I think you're at two point three or two point four billion at that point. Yeah. It was really impressive first ball. I was like, all right, good, all right, go, go, go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was, um, yeah, definitely, that felt good. And Kaylee was just, you could tell he was not comfortable with those flippers or something because he kept, yeah, yeah, just never, he never got settled on it. Um, but, yeah. And, so you that said the glare, and you said the glare was really bad, even though yeah, we were seeing it home. Yeah. It, it wasn't as bad as you saw on the camera. The camera made it worse because of the angle of where the camera was. Um, but it was still, yeah, it wasn't great. And then the third game you picked was, I can't remember now. Indy 500. My, oh, yeah, that's right. It was my tried and true all through the tournament. I put up a billion on it every game. 
until that game, I just, I don't know, I blew it. I missed, I was off by a little bit. Uh, there was a couple of orbit shots that rattled and threw off the timing for the lock shot, and I, like, shot it down the outlane, that sort of thing. Um, so that was disappointing. I was really bummed, because that was my game that I had just, you know, crushed. And then Game of Thrones was next, pro. Yep, and uh, like I said, I I know how to play it enough to get scores that are usually, you know, second place scores, like, mm-hmm. in four-player groups. Like, I usually pick Tyrell, beat some modes, probably get Hand of the King, you know. Um, Kaylee chose Martell. He killed a multi-ball, got tons of supers. Mm-hmm. Um, he did okay in his Hand of the King. Like, if no, he, had, he actually had a really bad Hand of the King. I mean, he only had $100 million on Hand of the King. That's when they were actually saying in the pod at Levy and uh, and the guys were saying, oh, this is a chance for, you know. That's Raymond right, actually. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. So that's why I, I was almost there. I just had to shoot the dragon shot on Greyjoy and I it could have happened. Yep. Yeah. Were, I was I was watching. <laughs> I was like, yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next game was uh, what was the next one? Uh, Tron. Tron. That's right. Yes. Yep. And you're down three one. Yep. You go to Tron. Yep. And tell and, everyone what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, I, I blow it up by like 90 million or something. It was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That was my turning point. That was where it was like, all right, I guess, you know, I can't let this 90 million game go to waste. <laughs> you actually looked like you had more confidence there. And I, I think Kaylee was a little, not like upset, but I think he was like, oh, I could have put you away. Right, and, and when you came back in such an impressive way, I think that put a little doubt. Probably it would put doubt in anybody's head. But then, what was the next game? Oh God, I had to. Ah, what's the next game after Tron that you played? Uh, that would be Captain Fantastic. Ah. Yes, he put up a pretty meh score, like just an average Joe. I think ninety something thousand, or maybe just over a hundred thousand. Like, like an okay score, but nothing crazy. So I had to basically just do that. And I was like killing it on ball three. Like I almost started like slow, slowing down. Like I was just like, oh, I, I was already thinking of the next game. Like I was in, in the gravy train zone and then ball four, just straight out the out lane when I was still yep. down by like 6,000, I was plunging ball five. Like, oh crap, not like this. <laughs> <laughs> but you came back and you took them. It was now 3-3. Which, you may uh, may have to explain this to our listeners, because they do this bizarro thing, which always confused me when I I would see some of these, these, like, he won 5-4. Like, 5 what? So they do this thing where if it's tied 3-3, it becomes a 2 out of 3 series. Yes. So it was like a new match. Like a new match. And I took full advantage of that. (laughs) Yes. Yes, you did. So after Captain Fantastic was... I believe it was white water. Now, this is where I had to actually go outside and do the lawn. So I was listening. And the bad thing about listening on to a Twitch feed is you go from Wi-Fi. I have a four acre lawn. So it was from Wi-Fi. I lose like 15 seconds and go back on regular data. And I go back and forth. And I was like, I got to do it. It's, we've had so much rain out here. So we've I had to do the lawn. So I was like listening. So you'll have to fill me in more on this part. For the oh, the Whitewater was probably one of the most exciting games from from a both players' perspective. I think that was the only game where we both, or one of the games where we both did a did the thing, and he just did it better than me, and it was pretty exciting. Ball one, we both did nothing. Ball two, 
uh, we both played a multi or no ball two. I got my multi ball basically ready to go, but didn't consummate it. So I had like 40 million or something. Kaylee on ball two, or I think even on ball one, Kaylee blew his multi ball. He got zero jackpots or one jackpot. It's like really bad multi ball. And so I was going into my ball three being like, all right, it's got to get multi ball and put him away. And I did. And I got triple jackpots going, but I only hit like two or three of them, um, which, you know, I was like, oh man, I really left a lot on the table there. But the Twitch chat or the the commentator booth, which you could hear the whole time while you're playing. Oh no. <laughs> I, I was wondering about that because I, I saw Kaylee reacting to some of the things they were saying. It's like, can he actually hear them? Yeah, you could – well, especially on the Tron game, you could almost hear word for word everything because it was right next to it. But I don't know. It was it was kind of fun. But yeah, so so on Whitewater, you know, I was like – like the, the booth was going wild. Everyone's going wild. They all thought I killed it. And I'm like, you know, kind of mad at myself for blowing I, – I put up like $250 million, which, you know, whatever. Like that's Whitewater. It's not – that great but then Kaylee had like 50 million going into his ball but what the stream didn't realize was I was watching Kaylee on his ball too and after Kaylee sucked on that multi-ball he went straight for lighting his second multi-ball which most people would think would be crazy but Kaylee knew like if he wanted to win this game he was gonna need to get to another multi-ball and it worked out because on ball three he just needed like one more lock which you know was four target hits two on each side but he did it, and he came back with, like, 400-plus million. And that was the first time I've ever seen Kaylee, like, smile and show emotion. He he hit the game-winning triple jackpot and threw up his arm, like, it, with a fist and did, like, a fuck yeah. Like, it was crazy. <laughs> and and that is, most, that is one of the most nerve-wracking shots when you're trying to lock. You're trying to get both green targets twice. Yeah. Because it can rebound right back at you. Yep. It can bounce any which way. It sometimes can, you know, even when you're getting the ball into the lock and you don't get a straight shot and you hit the side of the walls and then it's like, yeah. is it coming back down? Is it going to go right straight down the middle? Yeah, no, he did it perfectly. I think he even finished with the perfect bounce in, like the off the green target into the into the no way out. Like he nice. was dialed on that, yeah. Nice. Okay, so you, you lose that game. So what are you thinking now? You've just, you, you've come from behind to tie it. You get the two out of three and then you lose the first game. You're thinking like, oh, man, this is going to really suck if I come back all the way and then I lose anyway. Yeah, well, yeah. (laughs) So the next game is... Jackbot. Oh, Jackbot. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you don't like Jackbot, Bruce? It's just... I like it. It's just gimmicky. Uh, I've become more of a fan, I must say, after playing it in the last tournament I was in. It's it's really fun tournament yeah. game. Yeah, everyone hits the button. They're like, oh, what are they hitting? Yeah. Am I supposed to hit the button? What is that for? <laughs> no, the uh, jackpot um, was kind of an obscure choice because everyone knew that that Kaylee loves jackpot and like he he was like the founder of the jackpot no switch thing. Like I don't know if you know about that validation trick on jackpot where you basically get jackpots before the ball's even in play and then you drain and then you get more jackpots and you know, that sort of nonsense. Okay, I, I knew that the old, like, just soft plunging to go for right. the... But there, there's even more play field validation tricks? Yeah, so at the beginning of a multi-ball, um, like, 
or uh, like if you start your your second multi ball where you lock two balls in the eye and then it spits out a third ball, you can short plunge, hit one of the jackpots like the hit me target or the under the ramp, and that will only count as one switch, and then you can just let it drain, and you'll get a jackpot, but you get the ball back and you'll be able to do it again. So you can basically start multi ball with two of your jackpots already hit, which is cool. Damn. Okay. Yikes. That's one of those things that'll require skill. <laughs> you hear, Which we you have hear, done. Yeah, you hear like Raymond say this, and it's like, oh yeah, and then you actually try it once, and and it fails miserably. It's like, oh yeah, I can't do that. Well, yeah. I mean, it. it yeah, I, I ended up blowing it on my second multi ball. Um, I did it a little bit on my first multi ball, but uh, yeah. So jackpot. You know, I was I was up for the challenge. I was like, you know what, Kaylee may know this game, but I was playing really good on it. Like, I had played it in earlier rounds because all my opponents kept choosing it. Like, uh, Daniele chose it. I think even Wardrick chose it, but I'm not I'm not positive. Uh, but yeah, I, I just felt really hot on it, so I, I picked it and it worked out. I got like four bills or whatever. Four billion. Yes, yes, you did. Which leads us to the final. The World Cup final. Oh, I was so happy to yes. see that. Like, wow, so a game I. I actually know and, and is relatively easy to explain to, like, a, a viewer at home what you're trying to do. Right. And, man, that goalie was a pain in the ass. It had one of those, <laughs> like, the goalie that hardly moves, so he doesn't really ha- he doesn't have the full range of motion, so, and he's moving fast, so he blocks yeah. most of the shots. The free kick, the goalie stayed, like, in the direct center, like yeah, there wasn't even much room to the ne- yeah. next of <laughs> Yeah. So you pretty much killed that. If I remember, didn't you get like through yes. all the, um, pretty much all the cities on the first multi ball? Uh, yeah. So ball one, we, uh, we both basically got a one flip and drain. And, um, so it was looking pretty exciting, <laughs> but then ball two, um, I don't remember if Kaylee started his multi ball in ball two or not. Yeah, he did. So, he did like yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he started a he did like a tip in to final draw, which was super exciting, and uh, he got like a couple jackpots, nothing too serious. Um, but then I played my multi ball, and yeah, it went all the way to Germany and ended with like one point two billion or something. And uh, yeah, it was crazy. It was like the balls just perfectly. You got in that rhythm on World Cup where it's like ramp. Jackpot, ramp, jackpot, and mm-hmm. you know a little lucky assists and that sort of thing. But it was, yeah, it was crazy. And Kaylee was second, so you got to do the thing on the third ball where you're sitting there praying he drains as, as soon as possible. Right, I was the second player, so Kaylee was first. Yeah. Oh, he was first. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yes. That's right. You didn't even yes. play your third ball. Right. Yep. That's you right. So the crazy part was ball three. Kaylee was. He was basically doing what I was doing. He he started his multi ball and he was going. He had three balls in play for ev- what seemed like eternity, and I was just I was like, oh no, oh oh no, <laughs> it's he's doing it. <laughs> then eventually but. he he uh, fell short on the multi ball, and then he had a weird tilt to end the end the game. It was it didn't look like he moved it that hard, but you know sometimes if you're nervous, you can end up bumping it way harder than you think. Yeah, he was. It looked like he was determined to do the, like either hit the left ramp or hit the the striker shot yeah. back and forth to try to get back in the multi ball again. He definitely was. That was the goal. Yeah, I mean, I I want to know how much bonus he had because he had like fifty five million super ramp total. So that means he played at least two super ramps, which means you know two full sets of 
he probably had like 200 million bonus, but I mean, I guess it wasn't enough. So he knew he had to go all the way. And he wins the championship. And he got the big monster trophy. Yeah, that that I actually managed to fit in my suitcase, and it is sitting at my desk at work. Very cool. I saw that picture, yeah. It's like, hey, and it fits. <laughs> I know, it fits. <laughs> I hear you have some interviews coming up besides this with uh, one of our favorite podcasts, uh, Jeff Teolis. Pinball Profile. Yes. Hi, I'm Jeff Teolis for Pinball Profile. I know, he has the best voice for... for uh, yeah, he has for a radio his... voice. He, he truly yeah, has the, the radio voice. Radio. Yep. So that is actually really cool. Oh, that yeah. I mean, I guess I'll have to reach out to him. But uh, yeah, he someone commented on the pinball profile thing, like interview with Ray, and he was like, "He's next," and I and I was like, "I am." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got. I saw his whole list. He, he we go back and forth, and he's like, he's got some good guests coming up too. Oh, he's got some really good guests. So that's actually really exciting. So hi, okay. Jeff. So, yeah. so my, my question is, when does the, the Raymond versus Escher match occur? I, 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 need, I need to see this. This needs you know, to be on the, a Twitch stream. I, I haven't really played against him that much, but the last time I did, I really regret it because it was at Indisc, and he was in my group, and I had won the first game, and I think I even like got... or no, I won the first game, and then for some stupid reason, I chose to go fourth in the next game and let Escher choose the game, and he chose Wheel of Fortune, and it completely crushed me. I got, like, two million points. And the way that the points all worked out, because Escher had won that the Wheel of Fortune game, which I let him pick, stupidly, it basically almost locked me out to where I would need to win my last game, and, yeah, it just all fell apart. So that's... That's the experience I have playing against Escher was uh, me letting him choose Wheel of Fortune and crushing my in-disc <laughs> tournament. Sounds like he wants a rematch. Well, That's what any, it sounds yeah, like to if me. If there's any pinball promoters out there, make it happen. I want to see it. Yes. I want to see it. On Twitch. On that Twitch. would be fun. Well, that promos be, yeah. against each other, it'd be great. The Papa, Papa World Champion versus the IFPA World Champion. They could have Escher could do the promo or, or his dad could do the promo for him. He could be his manager. Mm-hmm. My son is the best player in the world. You're going down. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got back, what, yesterday? Uh, yeah, fl- I left Copenhagen at like 6 a.m., flew through Amsterdam at like 10 a.m., landed in Seattle at 11 a.m. So, wow. you know, only an hour away. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, yikes. <laughs> I-, I slept all day yesterday. I just got home and went to bed at like, 2 p.m. and just slept the full cycle till you know seven or eight in the morning today. Cool. So congratulations once again. Yes. Thank yes. you. We were definitely rooting for you. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so you you're always welcome to stay around because we're going to talk some news about new stuff. We're going to talk about new stuff, new games. Yes. Exciting new Ooh. games. Exciting new happenings. Let's just start with the news. Yeah. I'll stick around. Piece of news. We love you too. Piece of news. Piece of news. Feel free to comment on these these games that no one has played yet, but you wouldn't know it by some of the comments we've seen. But uh, <laughs> which I am gonna go over, man, because I just it's it's hilarious. It's hilarious. The worst kept secret in pinball, Star Wars, was announced by Stern. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Holy what? crap! I didn't know that. In the most um, um, non-exciting way, I, and we talked about Stern's marketing. And um, this, and I'm not making any of this up now. 
It was literally revealed, I think Stern on their Facebook page just had like a banner that said Star Wars. <laughs> and, and and then on the Star Wars show, which is something like on the Star Wars Facebook, there was yeah, a, 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 a Star yeah, Wars show. There was a fifteen to twenty second just blurb on the game. Where they showed, and they showed, they showed a couple pictures. They showed the, the usual promo pictures that Stern always showed. They showed really fast. They showed some gameplay, and that was it. And then after the segment was over, they mentioned how like one of their fellow, I don't know, employees, producers, whatever, owns eight machines and has no life. That was that was, and that that was it. That that was the reveal. So um, everyone started taking stream caps of the uh, the video getting wonderful grainy pictures of the the play field according to Pinside it is clearly the worst game ever yes <laughs> just like they said about every other one except no, for Ghostbusters except Ghostbusters they except like Ghostbusters that, I was going there I mean even Aerosmith artwork's great but it looks like Kiss that that was the uh, yeah so yeah let's see from from Pinside um, the art is horrible uh, horrible Photoshop photoshopped art even though it isn't. But um, it, it is kind of it, it, it reminds me of Sega. It does very, very Sega like um, type type feel there. With the good thing about us being so you know recording on Tuesdays, these came out Wednesday. Now we have the high quality pictures, like everyone else didn't. Yeah, yeah. So you see a little bit more. Uh, we we can well, and and I'm I'm just trying to think of some of the other the comments. How oh yeah the the pro the pro especially is just ACDC. Someone did the uh, they did a overlay of ACDC on top of it, showing it's pretty much the same play field, <laughs> which it kind of is. But I mean, yeah. it, it's Steve every Ritchie. Game it is, is. It, yeah, it <laughs> is. Every Steve Ritchie game looks like a Steve Ritchie game. Every board game looks like a board game at this point. The only one who's any different is Trudeau. He's the only one who really makes anything that's completely different. And then people every time. give him shit. So what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they give him shit because it's you know he tries things like a ring and WWE and maybe it doesn't work that well. You know, but you, you you can't you can't win you can't win on pin side, and and it wasn't just pin side. Oh my god, I went on uh, the old RGP Rec Games Pinball, which was pin side before there was pin side, but now all the old timers hanging out there like you know me and probably Bruce. <laughs> it's still the best place to get tech advice, I'd say. It is. But the, some of their comments. Let's see. From the looks of it, Stern blew it on this one. Uh, it looks like a piece of Stern shit. It's loathsome and offensive. It sickens me. That, that was that was. It looks like shit. Stern makes trash. Uh, the pros look like zizzle machines made of plastic. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they they really love it too. Also, we got the the great pinside posts where like I was totally on board, you know, before it was actually shown, but now I'm going to keep my money, type deal and. And, and you know one thing that all this has in common? You know how many people have played it? Zero. Zero. No one has played it. But it's the worst game ever. I I am holding judgment till I play it. What, Do I you, like the look of it? It's not bad. It doesn't bother me. Have you it's seen what uh, plays. Have you seen any of the pictures, Raymond? Yeah. Um. It it just looks uh, you know generic fan layout with kind of small shots i think no fear people brought a no fear analogies um it really just matters what the code is like i that's yeah. exactly it i like the u shape i like the u turn well yeah and and it's it seems to be the steve ritchie thing the last couple of games where the the premium le's have a lot more stuff on them 
than the Pro. Yeah. There's like major. I mean, there's a whole wire form that's not there, which looks like yeah. a major thing. Yeah, it looks like it's is, is this going to be the accelerator? It's it's going to be like uh, well, yeah, like you said, no fear or getaway. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, gotta wait till we actually play it. Yeah. So, I mean, you got Dwight Sullivan programming it, so there's bound to be some um, really crazy scoring. And there's a video mode in it. Uh, of course, the video mode, because video modes are so great. They yeah. have one the in, one insert right in the middle. Video mode. Lovely. Yes, he, he, is, he is steadfast with his love of video modes. He is. He is. <laughs> we love you, Dwight. <laughs> he also programmed uh, one of our favorites, Who Done It? He did. Let's see. In other major news, oh, we'll let you do the highway thing. Well, highway pinball. Uh, remember, I'll, I'm going to go back a little bit. Remember, like episode like 13 or 14, I said that one or two pinball companies are going to go out of business before July 4th. <laughs> well, this <laughs> well, I kind of almost consider. Well, hold on. Dutch pinball is in dead in the water right now. It's a shame they they made a good pinball machine. And now with ARA wanting 51% of, a, of the business and they don't want to give it up, they're in limbo. So honestly, they're not even a pinball company right now. So that didn't work out. The, the dude leaving or got fired or whatever, and then they were... Yeah, they, you know, well, then ARA said, we'll come back and we want 51% of Dutch pinball and then we'll make the pinball machines. ARA is the one who's building them, right? That has them like held hostage. Company. Yes. Yeah. So then they went back, supposedly their customers, and the customers all said, no, we want you to make the pinball machines. So they told ARA no, and now they're going to try to find either a different manufacturer or it's just, it's a dead, it's honestly dead. Dead Jim. Until they, it's dead Jim, you know. <laughs> Until they figure out what's going on, unfortunately, they're not selling products. So if you're not selling a pinball machine and you can't produce the pinball machine, you're not a pinball company. It sounds like they're in that spot where they need money, but they can't sell the games to get the money, and vice versa. They're like bingo, trapped. which is very similar to the situation Highway was in. Here's here's yes. the Cliff Notes version of it. Andrew Highway starts a pinball company. He makes the uh, full throttle game. Uh, they moves to various different um, factories. They were in a small one, then they were in a bigger one, but no, it's too big now. Now they're in a smaller one. At some point, he runs out of money. So investors come in. Investors pump some money in. They keep going. They get to a certain point where that money's gone. So he needs more money. And the investors say, like, we'll put more money into this, but not if you're running it. <laughs> so he is stepping down from the company that bears his name. So Andrew Highway will no longer be with Highway Pinball. And this, this all came out on a post on Pinside where the investors, they're actually called the, the Highway Investors. They have a post on Pinside where they explain all this, you know, and, 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 and you know, this it's exciting new time as, as we're going to be making games now and et cetera, et cetera. But uh, I thought it was kind of tacky that they had the Highway logo on there, but with like the pinball machine removed and a dollar sign there instead. That's like the avatar they took for their pin side account that they used to post this, which was kind of interesting. I'm going to use a monopoly term. Cash grab! Cash grab. 
So they had, uh, and and then you had like Highway himself came on. They confirmed like, yes, this is totally legit. And a couple other of the employees came on and said, yep, this is totally legit. This is what's happening. So there you go. But now they're appealing. They're trying to appeal from people actually from jumping out. Oh yeah, that's the big thing now. Yeah, they want to stop these people from from all wanting their money back. Yes. So, what a mess. We we learn once again that, you know, building pinball machines is hard. Yes, and you should not prepay for a pinball machine. You should not prepay. Not not now. Yes. Definitely not now. Not, not ever. Well, you did. You did twice. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Yeah, and... Uh, Wizard yeah, of Oz. No, no. I put, and Hobbit. I put, deposit, I put deposits down. Never paid in full. Oh, oh, oh okay. Full. Okay. I, I think some of the yeah, alien stuff is a deposit, too. No. They actually, there's some people out there that paid in full. Oh, well, that's unfortunate for Oh, them. yes. That's unfortunate. And now their new thing is for Highway Today was, oh, well, here's our new team members, and here's the new people we have. And, oh, if you back out of of uh, Alien Pinball now, we're going to be increasing the price. They're increasing the price of Alien. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now if you get out and you want to get back in later on, it's going to be worth – it's going to be more money to you. So you might want to just stay in and <laughs> – yeah. yeah. Just, so what's the? Do they say what the new price is going to be? No, they haven't said anything yet. So I'm assuming probably seventy. They're probably going to bump it up a thousand bucks. I guarantee it. They have to. So Raymond, have you played Alien at all? No, that's uh, one of the games I actually haven't even seen. Like I, I've either they've been too crowded with people, or I haven't really been to many shows that that have them. So let's see. Out of the new stocks, they say you haven't played Alien. Have you played Dialed In at all? Uh, yeah, I played that at uh, Papa a bunch. Um, pretty fun. It's uh, the only problem I saw with it was I think in order to do anything, you had to first hit the little electric guy, and that sort of like unlocked everything, which is kind of annoying. That it's like you know that linear like as soon as you punch the ball, you have to hit him sort of thing. But the shots feel good, and the gameplay is fun. That's that's what we like to hear, being that we uh, each have one on order. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. We, good, we need good, approval. Good we need Raymond. approval. We need other people's <laughs> approval of our game choices. <laughs> How about uh, let's see? Did you get a chance to play Houdini? No. I'm trying to think. What other ones out there? How about um, Total Nuclear Annihilation? No, that I haven't. Uh, yeah, no, I don't even know. What, I haven't even looked at pictures of it. I don't even know what it looks like. I should probably do that. Middle '80s, single level. Yeah, it's 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 like a throwback. I actually could use a I could use an '80s style game. That's the one era I don't have is a like a solid state. Yeah, it's meant to be. It's meant to feel like a mid '80s game about the future and what they would have thought the future was in the mid '80s. Total nuclear annihilation. Yep, yep. and it even has like regular displays. Like it, it, yeah. ha- it has like a DM, not a DMD. It has like an LCD screen, but it also has regular score displays and does like a bonus countdown, you know, like an oh, 80s game would do. And has the most ridiculously fast kickout thing I've ever seen. Faster than Iron Man. Uh, the, the like, you hit it in a scoop and it comes out immediately. Like, like, like the spooky. What was it? The uh, what's it? What's it called? The America's Most Haunted. Like that one kick out they have where you hit it and just oh, yeah. like comes out ridiculously fast. This thing looked <laughs> even faster. So and it's it's like you're trying. You're actually trying to. You go into the future and you want to reactivate reactors to blow people up to save the world or something. You need mm-hmm. to destroy stuff to save the world. 
It's, yeah. it's yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it looks pretty cool. That, that'll be interesting depending on what the price point is yes. for that. I mean, that, that I, I might even consider that because I actually got to play and it was pretty damn cool. It is fun. I was tempted. Uh, my uh, friend uh, Rodney Olson, who's uh, very well known in the Seattle community, call him the uh, the Rod Father because if uh, you want any game, he he can get it for you. He's... <laughs> we have yeah. your we have your connection, Ron. He maybe he could he could find the Dragon Fist. Yeah, he said Rod. Yeah, Rod. Probably. Dragon Fist in Seattle. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking for a Dragon Rod. Fist or a cheetah. <laughs> He was um, telling me I should get in on the uh, AFM remakes because they're only some amount of dollars at sixty something hundred, and he's like, "Yeah, I I, I wasn't gonna get one, but I, I I snapped. I just pulled the trigger and got a LE or whatever." He's like, "You should get one too. They're they're not gonna go down." Like, and I almost did, even though I have played AFM a million times, and it's a great game, but I I don't know what I would do if I owned one. Like, it would I'd get bored of it probably, but uh, yeah, that excites me the remake of afm and they're now on the line being burned in yeah no that's so, right uh, they, yeah they posted steve, a picture steve powden posted a picture today stating they're being burned in and so they'll be shipping soon and speaking of dialed in jack should be shipping the first games within a week or two to europe though right yeah, anywhere, but not, guess not what? to being... not to Ron Hallett though. No, <laughs> not to Ron Damn Hallett. It. Ron Hallett is number seven hundred and thirty-three. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, and, and Bruce ordered it at a show, so he's probably order number one hundred, and he'll get his yeah. before mine. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. They were showing a- AFMs being burned in on um, Fun with Bonus. Steve Bounds yes. page. There's Steve Bounds page. Get, get the plug in there. So Ron. Y- yes, Bruce. I think that's all the news. I think that's all the news we have, except for one more thing. Hold on, one more thing. I forgot. Tim Balls is going to have a little surprise tomorrow, which is going to be after our podcast be- being announced. But he's supposedly going to have the possibly the first video of Star Wars being played. Yes, that's oh. true. Well, there in was a, there was a promo on Facebook that I saw in my news feed of some Star Wars gameplay. Does that not count? That doesn't nope, count. Because it's actually going to be that live by yeah. people actually who can actually flip it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Instead of well, well, well put together edited shots to make it look like things yeah. are a certain. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Although, who knows? Elwin might have been playing it in the, the clips. Who knows? You, you don't know. Uh, but yeah, it was yeah, heavily edited where we just show, like, here's a ball hitting the drop targets. Watch them reset. It says yeah. force on it. Check, <laughs> see? Look at these inserts. Look, look at. The bizarre. Look at, look at him hit the hit the button on the lockdown bar ten times. Isn't yeah, that yes, cool? yes, yes. Look, destroy these. Hit the button. Hit the button. Hit the button. See him? Isn't this great? Like, oh no, no, another stupid <laughs> video mode. Oh god. Um, look, look at the look at the artwork. Look at how we have Han Solo, Princess Leia, Luke Skywalker, and R two D two. Huh? They're the they're the main. They're the the big four. I'm wondering if it's going to be like a Game of Thrones style thing where you choose your, your character at the beginning and then that's uh, power-ups. Hmm. That That'd be kind of cool. That'd be kind of cool. I'm choosing Darth Vader, even if he's not choosable. <laughs> <laughs> Fail. Well, come on. Why would you choose anyone but Darth Vader? Fail. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, you were saying about uh, Tim Timmy. Timmy's yeah, actually going to be – well, actually, Levy – he is actually in London right now, and tomorrow is the game show that's going to be happening like uh, for big distributors out in Europe. 
And supposedly there is a stern Star Wars that's going to be on there. So hopefully Levy will be able to take some video and we'll be able to see it tomorrow night. Can he do commentary on his own video? I think so, because he's going to do either Facebook or yeah, something else. That's so the, Tim, Tim be... said that he would be providing commentary. I'm just, I'm wondering if it's going to be just like, because Tim said he's streaming it on his Twitch feed. Yes. So I don't know really how that he's doing be, that. If... I don't know. I don't care as long as we see something. Now, be, maybe we'll make believers out of the Pinsiders, or this will just add on to the pylon. <laughs> add on to the pylon. Did you, oh, <laughs> did you guys see at IFPA, one of the games they streamed was a recording of a Facebook Live broadcast? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I did not oh, see no. that. Because <laughs> the, the camera wouldn't reach all the way to the back room, so they had uh, Colin McAlpine record on his phone, and then they they fed that into the... Uh, oh, the okay, yeah, I think I did see that. Actually, yes. actually I remember yes. that. Because he was showing the game, and he was doing, like, commentary over it, or something like that, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did... One thing that disturbed me, though, with, with IFPA, that, that they didn't have a single classic stern. That was no, even brought have, up. That was brought they up. They didn't have... They didn't really have any variation. They had two EMs in the whole building and a bunch of new Sterns and uh, Bally Williams. 90s well, luck- luckily, next year, there will be some variation. Well, there's going to be lots of variation. Because it's in Canada. Yeah, it's in Canada in, in Adam Becker's like pinball palace building. He's, he's yes. built. Yeah. Just, it the looks press, like press for this. Arcade. Yeah, yep. I, I mean, and he literally is building this as like, I want this to be in you know, Canada. So I'm going to get as many frigging games as possible. I mean, it's ridiculous <laughs> the amount of games he has. Yeah. Yep. He's a workhorse, man. And there's a lot of good for IFPA also, so that's yeah. another good thing. So shout out to Adam. Hey, Adam. But next year, you'll whoever's going to IFPA 15, you will have a monster selection to choose from. Oh, boy. You'll get to play Stargazer. I know that there. Yes, you will. Stargazer. And I think he's at a Quicksilver. And he's got a stars, of course. I know that, and a couple of the older well, sterns. A stars is required, of course. It is because stars. That's a given. I, I mean, it's the greatest game ever. Everyone <laughs> knows the podcast knows that it's it's the greatest yes. game. It's the greatest game, dude. I have the best stars story. When I went to uh, Papa, I think it was my first year, and I played the classics games, not really knowing what the hell I was doing. I I put up the top score on stars. I think it was like five hundred thousand or six hundred thousand, something pretty ridiculous. Without a center post, and I had I had no clue. And everyone kept coming up to me like, "Dude, killer stars game! How the hell did you do that?" Like, and I was like, "I don't know." Like, I had never played the game, didn't know anything about it, and now anytime I play it, I just completely shit the bed. Like, I (laughs) hundred thousand every game. They took the center post out. Oh yes, that's insane. That's ridiculous. was run not by Mark Steinman, but by whoever they had yeah, before. Yeah, and they would bastardize, really bastardize. To get, that's you don't take the center post out of. St- it's literally it's 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 not like games where it's put there to prevent trains. The game is designed to have a center post because of the flipper gap. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just I I just remember that so vividly. Like, I, well, the the thing is, I don't remember it that vividly. I don't remember actually playing the stars and how I got the points. And like, I just remember people coming up to me and like, maybe the game malfunctioned, who knows? But like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it just kept giving a bonus and he didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yes. We love stars. Um, yes, we do. Did you know there's a tournament coming up, Bruce? I think there is a tournament coming up and the, the new flyer has been posted. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my. The stomp <laughs> tournament. Stop. <laughs> 
The yes. slam tilt. Oh my! Pinball tournament. Who came up with that? Ron. I <laughs> know. Actually, one well, of our viewers, one of well, our listeners. Yeah. The, well, the, the, the yeah, one of our listeners came up with the name. The poster, the flyer, was by Kevin Manny. Yes. Props to Kevin Manny and all the folks at Buffalo Pinball. That kicked ass. Kevin does a great job. He does all my flyers for all my tournaments. He made that one up because Ron gave him a couple of, of like, it, you know. I think all I, I said is, like, this. I want stars in it, and I want it to have the Star Trek font. And no, and you wanted George Takai also. Oh, maybe, okay, maybe <laughs> that's what I said. It had to have George Takai and the Star Trek font in it. Yep. So, boom. It's got George Takai, it's got Star Trek font, and it's got stars. Which yep. is purple for some reason. It's a purple stars. I, I, I don't know how he did that. Stars. It, it looks like an alley cabinet with stars. It in does. It, it does. probably Maybe is. It's, <laughs> it's a prototype stars. Maybe. Purple. Who knows? <laughs> Ron, did you do any repairs this week? Yes. A, a rare yes answer. Because uh, uh, listeners of the podcast, I've been working on Cheetah forever, and. Um, it's finally up. I was actually playing games on it yesterday, finally. Um, had to make... See, after you do one of these shop jobs, I had to do at least an hour of adjusting. It's not Cheetah. It's big game, right? Big game. Uh, huh. Did I say Cheetah? See, you said Cheetah. Cheetah is always on my mind. That, that shows itself. But uh, big game, yeah, like, you know, switch doesn't work. Got to adjust it. Pop bumper's too sensitive. Now it's not sensitive enough. The right sling is machine gunning. Got to fix that. Uh, the two switches at the top when you plunge the ball aren't, you know, the the, the ones where the, the the dead bounce where the ball hits it and it just makes a sound. They're not working. Got to get those working. The the spinner the spinners spin awesome, but I can never hit them right. And I think I finally figured out why. On big game, there's a little uh, post. That's um, it, it actually protects the the right side of the spinner where the actual the arm is that goes underneath the play field protects it from being hit. It's a, it's a mini post. Mm-hmm. Mine is sheared off. You know how <laughs> your 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 quicksilver thing that you show me where it's sheared off inside the play field. Yep. Guess what? It's sheared off inside the play field. So we get to do that twice now. Well, the thing is, on mine, the the head of the the bolt that goes through is still there. So I'm oh, going to yeah. take a Dremel put a notch in it, and then I should be able to just uh, use a straight screwdriver to get it out. And I have like a newer style mini post that I can go all the way through the play field and then put a nut on it, and that'll take care of that. But I don't have a Dremel. So I got to get, I I, I get a Dremel bit for my drill. I have a Dremel. I have a Dremel. Yeah, but I need to fix this now. I don't even know what a Dremel is. It's like a high-speed like grinder. You can actually ah. put bits on it. Oh, like my. Grinding wheels. Oh, oh, my. Oh, my. Grinding wheels. Uh, you can put anything on there. You can put a screwdriver on there. You can do anything. Yeah. It's, it's like a multi-functioning and when I'm, when I'm, tool. When I'm doing... Oh, really? Oh, oh my. Uh, <laughs> so it's got a head... Oh, wow. Actually, that didn't come out right either. But it it's is. like... Wow. Think, of a, think of a screw head, but with no... Like, it's not Phillips or straight. It's just, it's just a head. So I'm just taking a Dremel to cut a notch in it. So I can then use a, you know, flat screwdriver to just get it out because that's the only way it's coming out. Other than other than drilling all around it and trying to get it out that way, and I really don't want so to. That's do that. what I have to do. I've unfortunately with the Quicksilver that me and Ron bought, that safe bolt is broken. Yeah, it's broken. But do you have the screw head on the other side? Yeah. So what did it like shear off? Because it goes all the way through the playfield. It broke off, and it's actually like a quarter inch, or at least a quarter inch in. 
the play field deep. Well, is it? Did it not go through the play field? Is it just like a no, wood screw? It's a wood one. It's a wood oh, threaded one. Oh, yeah, you're screwed, dude. No, we're not. Mr. Scott gave me the idea to go from underneath. He's going to go from behind. Yes, go from behind. A couple drills. Drill couple around drill, it. You've got to drill it from behind and get it to yes. go out the front. Yes, and, there you go. and actually grab it and twist it out. Yep. We're, we're, put it, what? We're, we're talking about taking a screw out. Yeah, what the hell? People got dirty minds, I'm telling you. <laughs> All that was 100% legit, what he just said. It is, unfortunately. And so that's my next thing. And then I have to uh, take the back glass. And actually, we have a new back glass. So I'm actually going to have to take the bottom rail off the back glass, which is the... Ron told me how to do this. And Ron, I'll let you explain it a little bit better, what I have to do for this back glass removal. Oh, yeah. This, this is not my tip by any means. This probably came from RGP, as most good tips come from. But if you have an old back glass, like, say, Quicksilver back glass or any old back glass that has the lift channel on it on the bottom, usually they're just they're in there with friction tape, and you, you can't get it off easily. And obviously you probably don't want to be hitting it with a hammer to try to get it off because it's glass. So what you can do is you just you turn the whole back glass, you just flip it upside down, and you wedge it in between whatever. I'm I, I trying to remember how I did it originally. But you just wedge it in a way that it's the, the glass itself is pulling down. It's pulling itself out of the lift channel and just put a pillow like under the back glass so it doesn't like, you know, shatter when it hits the floor. And it may take a couple days, but it will slowly start to work its way loose on its own where it'll get to a point where you can just get the lift channel off easily. So that might be this week's weekend's fun. And when you put the lift channel on, you do the opposite. You get friction tape, put at least, you know, like two strips of friction tape on either side. Put it order that. inside. Put, where the put, hell do you put, get friction put, tape? Put it in, uh, where did I get it? You can get it. I mean, I think it's the same kind of tape that they use, like where they put over hockey sticks. Hey, like that kind. Of, yeah, yeah. Like the you know the black tape. I see it. I can get it at Home Depot. Home Depot. Oh, before I forget, before I get um, USA. USA. It's USA. another thing I was cheating USA. during uh, chanting during IFPA. USA. Yes. USA. <laughs> USA. As soon as I saw the yeah, all USA final. Yes. We somehow lost the Epstein Cup. Uh, yeah, I don't know what what's going on with that. Come on, dude. I did my part. I got all my points. Okay, like, okay, that's okay. But it's like, come on, well, really? Okay. I got almost all my points. I I lost a point to Robert Sutter's five hundred million on Whitewater. But other okay. than that, I mean, it's as bad as losing the Ryder Cup. I mean, we can't be losing the Epstein Cup. Come on, but we did. We we make the games. Damn it! Come on, this is, <laughs> this is embarrassing. I know it's what a French game originally, but I could tell. But God, dude, you, come on. Come on, Chicago, pinball. I just, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, USA, USA. USA. So, Raymond, we know how you did this past week in pinball. You did great. Ron, did you play anything? No, I didn't play. I didn't play any at all. Sorry. Okay. I realize I really suck at pinball lately now. Even with your glasses? Even with my glasses. Saturday, I went to Syracuse, played in the Selfie League Finals. Start, yeah, I've was the third I was like the seventh place qualifier I finished eighth out of eight people so that tells you how bad I did that sucks Bruce wait it gets better it gets better so the Rochester selfie league finals were on Friday on Sunday and Kathy actually made it and qualified with me you you know you see where this is going don't you oh boy you you let her win no (laughs) I never let anybody win but she beat me (laughs) the first time ever in IFPA rankings, she beat me in a tournament. What did she beat you on? 
Oh, she beat me in three games. She actually crushed. We had three rounds, so she made it past the first round. We weren't together in the first round. Second round, she finished third in the round. I finished fourth out of the four people. So the top two moved on to the finals. She beat me. And she and she took uh, she took a medieval madness. She got three points on medieval madness nice. and a couple other ones. So yeah, I suck. So the only thing I can get points on was who done it. Well, maybe you'll have a chance at stomp. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I just want to be the uh, the cheerleader and go, go guys, go. Oh, you're gonna sit out too? I don't know. Yeah, God, I suck at pinball lately. Yeah, you, you can't suck. you can't sit out because they're. I mean, it's not like you play my games all the time. I mean, you're at my house maybe a couple times a year, so. I think I played it the most out of, uh, well, out of you know, besides it, your father. Uh, actually, Zach. <laughs> uh, Zach, maybe, yeah. Have you decided if you're playing in it, Ron? No, he's not. I don't want to play in it. But uh, but now I have people yelling at me, telling yes. me I, I, I'm supposed to, which actually could lead to the, the mail ball bag. Yes, it will in a few seconds. But Stomp is on July 15th. July 15th. East of Albany, New York, $15 prepay, $20 at the door. If Raymond flies out, I'll pay for his entry. <laughs> <laughs> tempting offer. Gee, look at that. I got him. I got him hooked. <laughs> but uh, George George Takei will be there in some form. He'll be there. We have actually got confirmation we of it. We have confirmation. George Takei will be there in one form or another. I am also getting a... Um, I'll have a um, like a larger LCD screen there, like uh, Bruce had at his um, tournament. So if you yes. are not um, smartphone inclined, you will still be able to see who the hell you're playing, uh, and the leaderboard. Uh, let's see. I mean the games. I'm gonna go through them one more time. I'm gonna do things like I'm gonna go. I'm probably gonna use. Um, I'm gonna tape up all the interlock switches, yes, so we can boy. open the coin doors without destroying anything or whatever um actually i think it's a it was a kaylee and eden stam trick like using uh what did they say use gaffer's tape that's what i used yeah because they say like it, it doesn't you know it comes off it sticks good but it comes off easy without like leaving all kinds of crap behind so i'll be getting all the uh i mean the, the games are fairly ready i mean i don't when you have when you get to a point when you get beyond a certain number of games i think you find you play them less and less so hmm. really, you know, they're not played that much. So um, everything will be. How many games you have? Too many. What is it? Well, now, now the big game is working. That's twenty-three. Okay, and I you'll believe. have Quicksilver there. Quicksilver will be there. Uh, dialed in, probably not. But you know, I never thought I would. Uh, you know, I always thought like having twenty games or whatever was insane. But it really snowballs. Like when I had, I had two for the longest time. Then once I got my third. The fourth and fifth, like, were super fast afterward. And then the next three instantly after that. So I can definitely see how it happens now. Yeah, I always go back to the same story. My first Pinball Expo, Chicago Pinball Expo 2004, I had just – and again, this is early in the addiction. I purchased, like, a, a game retail, which don't do that. And they were getting it ready for me, so I hadn't picked it up yet. Black Knight. And so I'm I'm there and I'm I'm telling people like oh actually you know I I got my first game it's on the way, and the guy's there oh okay so when are you getting your next game? It's <laughs> like well no I'm not I'm, I I only have room for one. He's like oh no you'll be getting another game. It's like you'll need at least two because one will always be broken. <laughs> okay. Oh my! That's the first time I met Steve Ritchie. It's like hey I'm getting one of your games. 
That's cool. That's when he was sitting at our table and everyone was kissing his ass. It was bizarre. I was so new. I didn't know. I just knew he was a designer. But man, they were like, you know, you're the greatest. <laughs> and then I realized later he was the greatest and I should have been kissing his ass. So I apologize, <laughs> Steve. I apologize for not showing you the proper respect. So before we go to the mailball bag, we've got two more things to talk about. <laughs> the mailball bag. <laughs> okay. First, I'm just going to tell Raymond, don't forget we need your game you like, game you hate. That's going to be coming up soon. So you have a few seconds to think about it. A few seconds. And you too, Ron. Oh, shit. Uh, we're going to have a different recording time. You, we usually record Tuesdays. We're going to change our recording time after, after July the f- 4th. Well, after the 50th episode. We're, we're going to change it to Monday. We're going to change it to Monday. We're putting it out there now to give a few weeks because I know a lot of people, they'll be like a couple episodes behind and stuff like that. And there's a lot of people who send us stuff knowing when we record, yes. hope, you know, anticipating that we will say it on the air. So if they're sending it Tuesday, they'll be like, what the hell did they, I sent the email. Why didn't they mention it? Assholes. Yes. That's <laughs> what's usually it. So we're trying thing. to let everyone know. And this is so Ron has more time. To to be, yeah, because usually we finish... And then I, I literally have – I go to bed usually after these because, you know, I'm working all. And I usually just have Wednesday when I get home to do this because I want to get it out by Thursday. And it's just getting to be too long because yes. I'm, too, I'm too OCD. And I, I could just put them out there in, in a f- fairly unedited form, but I just can't do that. But we wouldn't have the Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. No. It, well, that's already on there. See, it's most of it is yeah. like eliminating when – you know when Bruce says the word actually like 20 times in a sentence? I can <laughs> cut it. I yes. can, yeah, I can, I can cut out at least 10 of them. Or when he says something that would really get us into trouble, I can kind of reel them in. <laughs> what? Or, Me? Or, or when I say all my awesome jokes that don't hit at all and there's dead silence, I can cut them <laughs> out. You know, unless it works and it's it's a deadpan delivery and, and you know, so – Yes, it's 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 and, and and to take out long pauses that may occur because uh-huh. I don't want our listeners to have to listen to dead air. I, I try right. to keep. So them. we're gonna have a we're gonna have a different recording time, definitely so, for Mondays. Yep. Got to keep those. Got to keep them tight. Got to keep them tight. So now one last thing. You, uh, appreciate you waiting an hour so I could get off work and make it home. Oh yes, West we Coast. don't mind that. Uh, have you have you done my, many West Coast guests actually? No, nope. you, you are, are first. Our first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> West Coast, baby. <laughs> now I have – first people are asking me on Facebook private messaging that if they send us an email to be the 50th guest, we are not going to talk about it. That will be part of the exempt ball bag. So I'm going to put that in the corner. No one's going to see your email asking about you know why we want you to be on the 50th guest. So they were, one person said to me, like, I don't want you making fun of me saying why I want to be. So I said, yes, we're not going to talk about that. So so that's going to be the left sack of the mail ball yes, bag. Yes, the left sack. That'll, yes, that'll the be right the sack same. of the mail ball bag, we will say. Of course. Okay. okay. But so if you put all your uh, why you want to be on the show for the 50th episode, email us. We won't talk about it, but you must get it in before the end of the 49th, which is June 28th, we're saying, for that one. But we have our first contest question which is for the PB helper we will be giving away on the 50th episode. First thing is going to be this. You must put your name, full name, email address on the email, on the title of the thing saying answering question for episode 46. And you must answer this question. You only get one shot at it, so make sure it's right. You'll have to go back through some of our episodes to find the answers. 
You can send the email to slamtiltpodcast at gmail.com. I think that's the only the second time I've ever said it out. You know, truly, you usually say it all wrong. That is true. You never say that. I just thought of that. Yes. So here's our question. And you guys can't answer it either. So don't say it, Raymond. Don't say it, Ron. I think I'm the only one who knows the answer besides my wife because she actually knew it. This is surprising. This this is like Wheel of Fortune when they tell you don't don't say don't say the answer to the puzzle. Okay. And what the episode? <laughs> and the question is, what episode started the Oh My My song? Okay. And. Truth be told, I have no idea what the answer is. Yeah, I, I don't know. I know it happened at some point. Yeah, but... yes, it did. You'll have to go back and figure out which one. Send it to us. What episode started the Oh My My song being played? By Ringo Starr. Yes. You guys haven't gotten uh, cease and desist no. for that yet? No. Ah, we haven't so got a cease well. and desist. I know. I'm waiting for that. The first I'm waiting one. for That'd George Decay like, to like, uh, I don't like what you're doing. Stop oh, immediately. My. Oh, my. He made that a was... Super Bowl ad with his catchphrase. I'm sure he... Uh, oh, yeah. Of course. If we got... See, he would be... If we got him on, that would be... Well, we'd, I'd end the podcast if we ever got him on. That We, we wouldn't be able to ever top that. If George so if he's actually, actually listening, we would want him to be the 50th guest. Oh, then, then the show <laughs> would be over. No more the shows. The show would be over. Then we can go, you know, I can get my Tuesdays back or now my Mondays. Yep. <laughs> All right. Okay, so. guys. Game you like, game you hate. Uh, now, Raymond, would you like to be the first one to go, or would you like to go last? I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, game I like. I'm going to go with Elvis. Uh, Very good pick. I like that pick. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a Steve Ritchie game, actually, mm-hmm. which I didn't realize until uh, we were talking about Steve Ritchie earlier, and I... Uh, I just like the the music and the that flows pretty good. It's kind of fun. It's just it's a really fun game, and I kind of have a soft spot for it because it was a game that was in a movie theater that I would play um, when I was getting good. Um, you know, I was like sixteen or whatever, and that game has a really good way of making you feel like you just you you're the king, baby. Like, yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. TCB, baby. TCB. TCB. There's one in Lake George. At the one arcade that it, it, it is there every year, and the Hound Dog target is is busted. Like it keeps going off, so all you just hear is the Hound Dog, oh, 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 over and over and over and over and over. In my first expo I ever went to, that was the game. That was the game. And that and that's back when they would whatever the new game was. That's what the tournament would be on. Oh, okay. that game. Yeah, and the tournament was won by. Guess who the tournament was won by? Keith Elwin. What do you think, Raymond? Is he right? Uh, uh, Lyman? I don't know. Probably Elwin. <laughs> yep, you are correct. Elwin. And uh, don't forget, the rules were done by uh, Keith Johnson also, so... They were? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yes, right. That's right. And it's also, when you won it at Expo, if you won the tournament, you won the game. So oh. I, don't know, I don't know what happened to all these games Elwin won, because he won an Elvis. The next year, he won a Pirates of the Caribbean. That's when I realized <laughs> he was kind of in another level, because he got to the final. And these, these are games were like on stock settings they weren't turn tournamentified yeah oh, so you just play them. it's it's like when the show organizers did it you know before trent took over and it would actually make the right. games harder so i remember his ball one 
on Pirates was like 40 minutes. Yeah. And I, yeah, I just, I just like, and and his opponent was like, his opponent actually had a good ball one, and was like high fiving the guy he was with, like yeah. And then Elwin was out for forty minutes, and that he looked totally defeated. It was, I, yeah. it, it was over. <laughs> I think that was that was it. That was like there was no two out of three or anything. I think that was that was the game. So, yeah. I remember uh, reading an old interview with they interviewed Keith Elwin. Um, like a lot of years ago, and one of the things Elwin said was he likes the older games because the ball doesn't even fit down the out lane on some of these sterns. <laughs> <laughs> like Elvis, that era of stern, especially like if you were good, you could just play it forever on on factory oh, yeah. settings. Yes, thank God I'm not that good. Nah, thank God either. <laughs> <laughs> and the game you hate, Raymond. Uh, I kind of have a tri. It's a three for one. So. Go for it. Comet, Cyclone, Hurricane. Oh, he's not a fan of the amusement series. Hmm. Yeah, they just. I mean, I got to, I got to play Comet for the first time at IFPA fourteen, and not not impressed. But it might have been the fact because they had no outlane posts on the right side, so one out of three or one out of two of their balls in the bumpers just shot straight down the right outlane, which might have had something to do with it. But I don't know those games. They all have terrible jackpot things for tournaments, and they all just is kind of just lame. I don't know. I have to agree with him on that. Uh, I really do. I like Cyclone. Uh, Cyclone's the only one that's okay. Okay. Hurricane, throw away. Comet, you can throw away. Cyclone, I can go okay. And then if you go, if you add the fourth one, Roller Coaster Tycoon, another garbage one. <laughs> Hey, I, I like the flow of that game. It just has a horrible rule set where everyone times everything out. Who did those rules? I, I uh, are you gonna? Oh, are you gonna start with him again, <laughs> dude? Leave him alone, man. I love beating a dead horse. I really do, <laughs> especially when his name is Lonnie. Stop. Yeah, he Stop. helped. He helped. <laughs> so, Ron, would you like to go next, or would you like me to go next? I, uh, I guess I can go next. Um, go for it, sir. Game I like. Oh God. Um, did I say Aerosmith yet? I probably no. did. Okay, Aerosmith. I really liked Aerosmith. Why? It's a better version of Kiss, which much better music. <laughs> I don't my, like the lock. The only my, thing I don't like. I is like the lock. The lock. See, I, yeah, everyone like it bounces out. Yeah, it's hard to hit. No, no, not the bounce out. It's not the bounce out. It's just that. You can't backhand it, so the right flipper is completely useless. So you have to go by the left flipper, and if you get a good shot, you'll go in and nicely and hopefully hold. What my strategy's been lately is just hit the freaking uh, crate, and Magnet will most of the time will throw it into it. <laughs> it's a toy box, Bruce, not a crate. The, this ain't scared I call it the crate. The crate. <laughs> okay, we'll call it the Ark. The, oh, you can call it the arc. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. That does bug me when games have uh, non-symmetrical, you know, uses. Like one flipper is just kind of not useful. Oh, it kills me. It really does. It kills me. Well, I like it. I like it. The artwork is tremendous. It's it's fun. Fair it's fun. I mean, that's there you go. That's important. It's a very important uh, game. I hate. Um, well, um, Star Wars, obviously. I have to go with Pinside, right? It's the worst game ever. I mean, I haven't played it, but I'm sure it sucks. There you uh, go. That was too easy, Ron. Come on, no cheating. That was a That's softball the, right down the freaking middle. There you go. Okay, okay. Um, uh, the Star Wars Trilogy. Okay. Never, never really liked that game. 
Which one is that? That's the That's one. It's yeah. It's not the one with the center ramp you just hit three zillion times, unless it has the different rule set in it. It's the other one. It's oh. the one with uh, uh the 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 Sega. They call it the showcase back box. Yeah. Oh, with the, the, the circle, like, the, the yeah, the concave. Yep. Yep. Not fun game. No. And speaking of Star Wars, um, Tim just sent me a, a PM of he did a crawl. You know, like the Star Wars crawl. With the words, you know, going through space, he did one for his stream tomorrow. Nice. But I, nice. I he, he must realize when he sends these, he must use a high resolution because I literally cannot read the entire first paragraph. It says the pinball something, and it's just like I'm with this with the support of the me. best pinball designer of all time, Crazy Levy leads a brave resistance. He's desperate to set the record straight on those overpromising, underachieving boutique manufacturers who cannot match the might of Stern Pinball, industry leader <laughs> since 2000. Levy has set out on his most daring secret mission to London, where a pinball manufacturer is rumored to have a brand new Star Wars pinball machine ready for play. So basically, they're trolling Pinside. Big time. I see that. I love it. Yikes! Yikes! You know, I I don't mind the the I I love having the more the merrier with the manufacturers, but some of them like they, they had the, the they have a Rob Zombie game at Rock Fantasy. The thing just kept having issues with it. Yeah, over and over. I don't know how it's going to hold up to location play. I'd like to like if any of our listeners know where there's like a, a say a spooky or maybe a um. What's the other one? Full throttle. Like, how are they holding up on location if they're there? I'd be curious. We have one in Rochester. And how's it holding up? It's terrible. (laughs) Which one? Which one do you have? The Haunted. America's Most Haunted. Oh, okay. It's actually on location. It's not meant for location. The problem is, uh, what he has, most of his problem is, the ball trough. I said that? Yes. You said Uh, it right. Once in a while, the ball will actually fall out of the ball trough. And so it gets completely lost and confused. Wait, 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 wait. Huh. It, what do you mean it falls yes. out into the cabinet? It falls out into, into the cabinet. Into You'll the actually cabinet. hear the ball go, what? boink. You, you will hear no, the axle ball go, That's not right. I, How I does that bring, happen? I will bring it on. I will bring Todd on. Todd is our local op out here in Rochester. Is, is it because a part fell off or something? It can't just no, fall out. No, it's just bad design. It's not meant for, you know, you can't even put a dollar bill validator on it. It's not set up for it. When it first came out, I think now the final code actually does set up now for a dollar bill validator. All right, all right. Don't want to bash yeah. anyone here. I'm just saying, from a lot of what I've seen, I don't know if they're going to stay. Of course, we'll have listeners saying, "Hey, Stern games don't stand up on location." Well, uh, you know, yep. especially the recent ones where their cabinets fall apart and their playfield's ghost. Yep. So, hopefully, Raymond's is okay. Hopefully, yeah, you've got you've got a post yeah, good, good a post ghosting. Um, Post cabinet change for model. I don't know. Yes. So, what's your game, Bruce? Game I like. I just played it tonight at Zach's house. The Shadow. Oh yeah. Excellent flow game. When you get that loop in the middle, oh, it's just sweet shots. Brian Eddy at his best. Very underrated, Brian Eddy. How is anything underrated? Everyone, all, all the pin geeks love his games. Oh, so everyone loves Black Rose. He, that wasn't I do. that wasn't his. Well, I do yeah, too. he didn't I design do, that. John Trudeau don't. designed that. Brian Eddie did rules. the software. That doesn't no. 
He did three games. He did three games. He did Shadow, Attack from Mars, and Medieval Madness. Actually, he's included on the credits for I- IJ, I think, also, yeah. for helping find Okay. But he's definitely the- on the credits for Black Rose, but... Yeah, he did the software. Ah. I mean, that's, that's the ultimate. Like, he's a software guy, and man, he turned into a great designer, and then left to do video games. Come back, Brian. Come back, man. <laughs> but uh, Shadow just rocks. It, it's, you know, and I played one with the color DMD, so I got to see that for the first time tonight, and that was really cool. It actually adds a lot to it. And, you know, when you get uh, Lamont, and you get the old uh, comments and Peking Duck and everything like that, and Mongol, you know, it's just good, fun flow game. And you actually saw, you actually saw the movie. I actually like the movie. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. Yeah. The and movie that, is hilariously bad. Yeah. <laughs> it is. That's exactly it. It's a 30 spoof of a cartoon, you know, of a, of a radio show and you just laugh at it. So I like it. Now, this is going to be a first for me, I think, on the podcast. Really? So it's not going to be a Gottlieb System 3? No. It's going to be another Williams. Uh, Popeye. And it's going to be WPC era. Only the second time I've actually bashed a WPC. Gilligan's Island. Flintstones. Ooh. Hate it. Hate it? Hate's Hate a strong it. word. Uh, well, I use it a lot in this show. You must know <laughs> that from now on. <laughs> I really, really hate it. God. Okay, wh- why? Why? It's got some nice shots. I don't like the, I, no, I don't like the shots. I don't like the sounds. The problem is, if they made the Flintstones not after the movie, it would have held up so much better. In other words, that they made it after the cartoon. Yes, exactly. They made it after the stupid movie. With you know, Rick Moranis is pretty good at it, but it just wasn't good movie for him. But ah, uh, uh. well, wasn't he the only one they got to do voices for it? Yes. So you get to hear like him a lot. Yes, and it's terrible. It just it just grinds me. And when I was playing the game back in the 90s, and when they were going to auction back in the late 90s, guess what? That was a game all the ops were buying for two reasons. One, maybe for kids, if it was going to a kid's location. Second, it was the best boards donor besides Popeye. People would just buy these things up, take the boards out of it. So maybe it'll take it rare one of these days, but just does nothing for me. So it was like, it was to WPC what Congo and NBA Fast Break was to WPC 95? Yes, sir. Okay. What? Congo is a great game. It is a great back, game. But back then, it, no one – that was one of – that was a game people would buy to part out and get the board sets for. Wow. To use in games like Attack from Mars and Medieval Madness. Yep. And NBA Voltaire. Fast Break was another one. Yep. Yep. Unfortunate. Yes, I, I agree. That's horrific to me. I mean, I love Congo, but – But that's what happened. You know, there were some bad decisions made back then. Yes. Bad mamma jamma. <laughs> So, are you ready for the mail ball bag? Oh, God. The, the mail ball bag. Yep. We're getting the home stretch. Yeah, we're getting the home stretch. And at first, we have Scott basically calling me out for saying I'm not going to play. Yep. Ron has to play if only to get stomped into the ground. <laughs> and it, it, as, as long as you have someone else Scottify the games, it can't be cried foul unless the storm is there. And oh, I don't know if he wanted me to read that. Nah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a storm, and uh, well, Raymond might know who the storm is. But if the storm is there, then I recommend you have a sacrificial wall available for him to punch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that would be interesting in mine because you know it's a basement with you know concrete walls. concrete wall. So that would that would hurt. That would really hurt. Let's see. 
And then we have, um, and, and you might have to correct me on this one. We have another, looks like another, another Aussie listener. We're popular in Australia, man. We are. You always say you're number one in Poland. I think we're number one in Australia. I think we are. So let's see. It's uh, from John. He's, he's uh, looking forward to Mel Brooks movies, and mm-hmm. he wants to put Oops. a bin in for Star Trek films. Unfortunately, we've already done that. We did that. We actually Episode 8 through uh, yeah, 17 or 16. Something like that. We, we, we did them all. We did the motion picture up to... Um, the last one. The, yeah, Undiscover or whatever. Or did we no, do, no, we did we the next further. gen, too. So that's, yeah, we did, Insurrection yes. and all that. We went through all of them. Yep, we did all the way up to uh, to the newest one, to yep. the last. Yep. Uh, so Star, if you want to, if you want to see, just go back to the old podcast and you can listen to all those. Yes, and we did make fun of George Guy and all that other stuff. So whatever he says there, you know, we didn't think about <laughs> uh, you know William Shatner's corset. That was the only thing we forgot William about. William Shatner's corset, worst to pay. Worst to pay. Oh God, here we go. You you can get the next one. Well, first we got to go springtime for Hitler oh. in Germany. Sorry. <laughs> That's from the producers, folks. He's not saying he's a Nazi. Please nope, do not, not send us angry hate mail. Nope, not at all. This one's from Jeff Carlson. First of all, I want to say that I subscribe to over 20 podcasts and arca- ar- pinball and arcade podcasts, and Slam Tilt is my favorite. Thank you very Woo-hoo. much, Jeff. With Coast to Coast and Hibernation and Pinhead Z. With a Z-E-D, that's what he put, a no-show in 2017, Ron and Bruce have risen to the top. We've risen to the top. So all you have to do is just have your competition stop, and then you're number one. Exactly. exactly. That so was the plan like, the whole three. time. We're number three. We're number three. <laughs> <laughs> in a number two world. In a number two world. Uh, uh, I especially appreciate, appreciate the regularity of the releases, which we are been pretty religious with and the perfect mix of news competition repair tech eb finds banter and yawning you haven't, I haven't yawned, yawned you haven't yet, yet. It's, it's 15 at night so we're doing really well and you forgot guests yeah and guests. i know don't forget guests this is uh jeff c in virginia from the free state pinball association secondly here's something i would not buy and this is actually very funny this this, this, this is, is legit uh, this is legit folks we're not making this up this is truly legit. I'm going to go actually to my computer to do this one. Uh, give me two seconds. I go back to it. Well, I can I can say it. It, it. It's a skill crane game. It's a crane game. Yes. It's called bunghole. <laughs> yes. And the instructions say put bung in hole to win. Yes. <laughs> it advertises a website called bunghole.com. It does the ticket number is two o one. Nine three six, eight three four, nine hundred. So if you want to see this at home, and it's only fourteen hundred plus free shipping. I know. <laughs> I think this was made for us almost. Wow, that looks like a hard like what? What is that? It's just like a big yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not sure what I'm looking at here. I know it looks uh, like a big. Um, put the bung in. Put the peni in the. Yeah. In the hole. <laughs> it's only fourteen hundred dollars. And it's made in USA in Los Angeles, California. Yeah, I'm sure it's made in Los Angeles, California. <laughs> Home of the porn Real industry. Tourists redeem fun skill. Hey, I'm there now. My bunghole. Oh, <laughs> so you also what said. What the hell, boy? Damn. 
Damn, that's disgusting. World's cutest crane game. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but hey, we gotta free, buy this. It's, it's free like, standard shipping. Yeah, yeah. Free shipping. Yeah. <laughs> what What do you win, though? $10? I, uh, yeah, it looks like, yeah, I, I guess yeah. so. Or is it ten dollars? Let's see the short video of gameplay. I'm oh, so wait a minute! To click wait a minute! There's oh a video. <laughs> There's a video. Oh yes, no! There video. can't be a video. Oh, oh no! My god. Oh, oh my no. god! <laughs> oh my god! This is freaking hilarious. Is it safe to click on? No, it's safe to click on. It's YouTube. Oh my god! <laughs> oh! Oh my god! Oh, it's freaking hilarious! <laughs> so it actually the penis the the bunghole goes the into bung the hole, hole and it actually has a suction cup at the bottom <laughs> and it grabs the ten dollar gift card and you actually put it in. It's like a crane game. <laughs> well, it is advertised as a crane game, Bruce. It uh, is, but uh, no, uh, it's a really oh man, they uh, make it look so easy. Oh man! <laughs> oh, what the hell? What? I like how it wobbles, like how it wobbles uh, before it goes in the yes. hole. It's got, like, nails in it. Ow! Ow, that hurts. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, there's, like, little spikes on... Uh. Oh, oh, man, it's like a tattooed. <laughs> the whole version 10% less. Oh, oh. A classic game of skill. It oh. It's more fun to compete. <laughs> it's, it's more fun to participate. No, it's not. Oh, no, no. Okay. Okay. It's enough that I got to close that. Oh, that is freaking hilarious. Uh, do not open this oh. at work, folks. Uh, not safe for work. I wouldn't uh, say that. Jeff, this week's best email, and I have to say, oh, my God, it's actually making me tear. But, but wait a minute. The question is, would we or would we not buy that? I'd have a second. <laughs> I'd buy it for a second if it was fourteen bucks, not fourteen hundred bucks. Hey, look, the home version is available for ten percent less. <laughs> exactly, we're set. Oh, God. Oh my oh, God. Oh man. Oh, I think on that note, do we have any oh. more? Is there anything else? I'm going back. Hold on, I go back to now. The uh... I think that's it. No, we have one more comment on okay. the Facebook page. Oh, that's freaking hilarious. Oh, uh, some post, some guy, some uh, douchebag in uh, Rochester, New York, posted a picture on the Slam Tilt podcast uh, thing about if do not cut third prong in plug, round short may sh- shocking may occur. Yeah, the, he posted a picture. Basically, it's a warning to you know not use a plug without the ground prong because of shock, which Bruce <laughs> likes <wrong>. to do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Raymond, have you ever experienced that? A non-grounded machine? You just feel feel, uh, feel the tingle? Yeah, we, we used to call that the Attaball special because there was a <laughs> place where we'd, we'd play called Attaball that uh, you'd touch two games next to each other and you'd get a nice little uh, tingly. Yeah. 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 So uh, Ryan C. commented on my post today about the uh, Star Wars. if Because uh, I said in the comments saying... Looking good. Talking about it this week. Ryan Seed said, if by good you mean shit, then yes, this looks good. It'll probably play like a dream, but where are the lighted side rails, Bruce? And why is there no black glass on the LE run? And there is no back glass. You get all three trans yeah, lights. Yeah, they give the you LE. all three trans lights. That's, that's their and deal. And Ryan also, Ryan K from uh, also 
from Wisconsin said agreed. So he's agreeing with Ryan C. from Australia. So they're agreeing with my pick that Star Wars is uh, is a game to hate because it sucks. Yeah. It's 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 a cheap piece of shit. I saw it on RGP. I see it on Pinside. It's obviously it's a terrible bad. game. It's it's going to be. And then when the LEs sell out, which will be as soon as they're available, they will continue to say how bad them. a game is. Eight hundred of them. Oh, I guarantee you they'll sell out. Of course they will. The thing is, uh, everyone will want the. Um, we'll see. The thing is, I'd want the one with Vader on it. Yes, the premium. Yeah. Everyone's going to want we'll the premium. It's on the pro, it's on a pro yeah. also. Yeah, but but everyone's going to want Vader. Who doesn't want Vader? It's Darth friggin' Vader, man. Shows. Shows. Upcoming shows. Once again, don't forget, Stomp. July 15th. Yes. July 15th. Fantastic. The week before in Massachusetts. That is July 8th, 9th, and 10th, if I remember correctly. So come check that out. I think that is the dates. And then the Buffalo Pinball Open. It is a Papa Circuit Major, August 18th through the 20th. And don't forget the West Coast. That we have yes. our Northwest Pinball and Game Room show. That is uh, June. June 2nd week? Oh, is wait. It? That's, that's this weekend. So yes, that's probably what's... too late. No, it'll, it's it'll, never it'll too late. Thursday. It'll come out Thursday. And Thursday. then they'll, they'll be like, holy crap, I didn't know that. I better go now. So if you <laughs> see Raymond at the show... Go up to him and say, I heard you on the Slam Tilt podcast. We loved you. Nice. Yes. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear and a lot of good stuff. After the Buffalo Open, which uh, I would go to if uh, I was able to, but it's kind of it's a little hard for West Coast tickets. Um, but after that week is the Northwest Pinball Championships in Bellevue. Yes. Not really a show, but. No, it's a just a tournament. Yeah. A big one, actually. They still have it at the Holiday Inn? Uh, they... No, it's in no. Bellevue. Now That's Lucky right. Strike. That's right. Oh, Bowling Alley. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, I, I figured that out for the name. I'm pretty smart. Oh, <laughs> the name of the podcast will be The Bunghole. We have to make the name. We have to name the, the show this week. Oh, yeah. The, the Bunghole. Be, oh, yeah. It's got to be The Bunghole. It the, has to be. No, better yet. Just The Bunghole Crane. Because it, it, it just go. makes even less sense. Like, what the bunghole crane? Well, what is that talking about? <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, I think you got a title there, Bruce. Good job. Good job. I, I finally put a title in for the first time in forty six shows. I got the sec- I think the second time for the title. Don't forget the uh, answer the question. Win a chance to win a pinball helper. And the question Are is one more time. One more time. What is the question? What episode started the Oh My My song? What's the number? It's the number. The number of the episode. You have to do what we, you know, the plugs. So uh, the plugs. let's just plug uh, www.pinballlifter.com. It's my stuff for lifters, pinball helpers, tilters, mods, all the good fun stuff. Uh, come check us out. Also, uh, Flipper Fidelity, we do this for free. Uh, he's one of our long time we bought pinball machines he sells pinball machines he sells speaker kits light kits he even sells stern pinball machines and stern accessories check him out at flipperfidelity.com he put the bass in my dirty harry he did he did um that sounded kind of weird but yes literally that's why i got it in there and for um um what is it uh the looping mode which you usually yes. just trap up anyway because it's too dangerous, but the music's good. So, 
We are the Slam Till Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for Slam Till Podcast. We are on YouTube, Slam Till Podcast. We are on uh, Twitch someday. <laughs> Slam Till Podcast. We'll be. We'll. We'll do something with that. Maybe. Maybe tomorrow night we can actually share Tim's uh, podcast tomorrow night. Is uh, stream. Is stream. Yes. yes. Well, you can reach us for correspondence at slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. That's also where please send your responses to our two contests there. Uh, I'd like to thank Raymond Davidson once again for being on the show. IFPA four-team champion. It's not every day we have a world champion on the show. Well, thank you, Raymond. Raymond, you were great. You're always welcome on the show. And the next, I'm going to see you at, we'll both see you at Pinburg, because we're on Pinburg. I was going to Hey, are you guys going to Pinburg? Gotta We're go going to Pinburg. Gotta go to Pinburg. Right. We, have, we have we have never we have never missed a Pinburg. Oh yeah, I haven't. That is true. No. I won the first one. Yes, you did. C division, but I don't have to say that. I just say I was the first Pinburg winner because C division <laughs> finished first. So technically, yeah. I was the hey, first winner. Yes. Don't <laughs> so worry about that other guy. You know that one, right? Uh, yeah, whoever he was. Yeah, that, that yeah, one guy. Yeah, that. Um, thanks, Raymond. Thanks, all our listeners. Thank you, everybody. See you Thank next you. week. This has been episode 46. The producers. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Dad. <laughs>